0: Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Thank you, Pastor. And uh, I believe that God has already started working and conforming what God wants us to be in 2016. If I let Pastor Paul to be in the... And, that will be a concluding prayer. Since he came in the first, that is a prophetic prayer. Amen? Yes. If you, all of you, if you listen to that prayer, if you, are, if you have been praying sincerely, you should have got the message of 2016. Amen? Yes. How many of you joined with us and prayed together, the last prayer? What he has led? Can I see your hands? It is not that he only led us. This is for the church prayer. Every one of us should join, listen to his words and join together and pray. If it is so, you are already received off of the message. Praise God for that. I thank God for that. But a wonderful way, God is leading us and he is confirming us what he has told for us in this year. Amen? Today, we know. Let us just uh, uh, recollect about the last year. Even though the time is short, we will go fast. What was the promise of last year? Yes, I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. I will ride the land of evil beasts, and the sword will not go through your land. Do you remember the precept? Yes. What is that? Pursue peace. Hebrew 12.14 Pursue peace with all people. And holiness. Without holiness, which no one will see the Lord. So God has blessed us abundantly. So, year after year, we are increasing and receiving it. God is so faithful. Amen? God is so faithful to us individually, to us as a family, and also to us as a church. And God has blessed us. We received and received and received. You know, this message... If you don't understand it, it may. Of course, it is a surprising. If you understand it properly, and you receive it properly, and it is a blessing. If you don't understand it, it may put you surprise in other side of it. You will understand it in the due time. When I was praying for this year, it is not today or last week or before. It is from months to go. And the proof is, you are going to see, tomorrow the calendar will come. So in that case, God has given us the word. In the sense, God has blessed us all the way. We claim the promises of God. And in the previous year, it was an abundant year. God has blessed us abundantly. Physically, materially, and spiritually last year god has blessed us even spiritually and kept us with all safe and sound even though there are small here and there the losses it is the worldly and there may be reason for everything that also god has his sovereignty for everything as a family and also as a church but this year see when you think of everybody in the world in general the human tendency is If God is God and we are his children, as a children's attitude, always expecting, receiving, receiving, receiving only. And as a children, no children will come forward to give to the father. And uh, I don't know how you take it, whatever way you expect it. The same way you think how much you give. We receive abundance. And how much we give unto the Lord. If we balance it, we are poor in that. Giving unto the Lord is very poor. When we receive the, all the material, the physical blessings, we have become fatter and fatter. We become very fat. God has, wants us to do the exercise so that we will give unto the Lord what is exists with us. And uh, today I... Title the message, Preaching the Word. The portion I have chosen is 2nd Timothy chapter 4 from verse 1 to 5. 2nd Timothy chapter 4 from verse verses 1 to 5. I charge you, therefore, before God And the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Verse 2. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come endure afflictions do the work of an evangelist fulfill your ministry in this first word it says it starts with i charge you therefore therefore in the sense there is something was said before what is that in chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, what says, All the scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly, equipped for every good works. So this is what he refers Therefore, I charge you. What do you charge? The, when, how do you charge? Charge it before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, and His appearing and His kingdom. Three words. One is charging. Second is about judgment. And thirdly, about his kingdom. We know last year God was speaking to us about the holiness. And before that, last year it is about the peace. What was promised to us, if you are living your your peaceful life and God will make you holy, without the holiness you cannot see the kingdom or you cannot please God. You cannot. And as a beginning, here it says preaching. Sorry. And it is saying about the judgment. So why he is charging him to preach the word? It is the judgment is there. So far we have studied and we are the church is preached and brought up all of us in the cell as well as in the church all about the in second coming of the Lord. Recently we have celebrated even the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ who came as a child and who came as a king and he is going to come as a king. But still, we remember, still, this same message of the gospel, the gospel means the message of Jesus, about Jesus Christ, is not reached till the end. Why the delaying of the Lord is there, still it was preached even in the time of Jesus Christ. Or before the time of Jesus Christ, even in the prophetic word it says about, about the first coming of the Lord Jesus and also the second coming. Even in the during the time of Jesus Christ, he himself has mentioned about the last days, what are the things that are going to happen. And it is also mentioned about the judgment of what is going to happen and what are the judgment who is going to be judged. But even that time he said the day is near. He started preaching in the world and uh, repent, be baptized, repent the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is near. And he told the same thing when he called the disciples and asked them to follow him and he gave them the same authority and power and said that preach the gospel. And the disciples also, according to his word, obedient to his word, they preach the gospel, repent and be baptized. And even in this time, even when you know, even the, in the gospel of John 3, he, to the Nicodemus, what he says? He said that, be baptized, repent, sorry, unless you are born of water and spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So, entering into the kingdom or seeing the kingdom, he himself mentioned even that time itself. But what we know, what we are not hearing or paying attention to, the judgment. The judgment, recently pastors mentioned from here about Bima. Bhima is about the judgment. Judgment is not for unbelievers or non-Christians. Judgment seat, God is going to sit uh, at the judgment seat, and we are all going to stand before him, and that is only for the believers. Are we prepared for that? So that is why here, Paul is writing to Timothy and charge him to say, and you have to preach. And the second verse says that you have to preach. And the judgment is nearing. And also the kingdom... Unless you are judged, we are not going to stand as a family or as a church. Even though the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come to take the church, but the judgment will be individual. We are not going to, uh, in pass, as husband wife or as a family with our children, individual. We should prepare ourselves to, ent- to face the judgment seat of our God. In that way, it is most important. That's what I say. John 3, 3 says, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 3, 5 says, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That is the beginning. It is for the people, those who do not know Christ. But what about us? Since when we accepted, since when we born again, become born again, and we have become children of God, what is next to you in our life? That is the message for today. That is, we have to stand. 2nd Corinthians five, 5 10 says, Although the believers in Christ will not face condemnation, but we always stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Matthew 7.21 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. This means life is a serious matter. Every human being most solemnly someday stand before the living God to give an account of his or herself. First Corinthians 6.9-11 if you go through it. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Preaching is important because the seriousness of this fact. Christ will appear and set up his kingdom. That is the idea here. Christ the king is going to come. Preach so that people will, people's lives become clean. They become ready and they will wait or face the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the intention or the purpose of writing such a letter to Timothy. In second word, when you look at it, what it says, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Preach the word what i understand in the same word when you look at continue it preach it starts with preach the word all right. be ready in season and out of season convince rebuke exhort with all long suffering and teaching and teaching how come in the same word preaching and teaching is there see so far what I understand, just I tell it to you, preaching is preaching the gospel about Christ. Teaching is for the children of God to come, become mature enough in the word of the knowledge of God. To prepare ourselves. So we are very much used to receive all the material blessings. And we have not have that much of desire to receive or look forward for a spiritual blessing. Even though we are blessed and it was not utilized. We are in the receiving side more than the receiving side than the giving side. What you are expected to give, preach and teach the word. It is not for somebody... This word is not for somebody or selected people. Each and every one of us sitting here in this hall. The commandment is there. You are charged to preach the word. That is the word today. And why? What to preach? The word. And in the original text that is the chapter break down into Timothy 3, 16-17 and also 4, 1-5 to 5, it says When to preach? Be ready to preach the word, every opportunity. Be ready in season and out of season. The idea here is that the preacher is not just to play at a preaching. Rather, it must be life-consuming passion. And he is never of duty, never of duty. In preaching, any situation, any circumstance, whether it is possible or not, we should go out always looking for an opportunity to share the word, edify the people. Unless you have it in you, you will not go and share. That is another thing. So, how to preach? The word should be preached with application to life. Rebuke, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. So, the reason why the third and fourth verse says, what is that? The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. In his letter, more than five times he is writing about sound doctrine, sound doctrine. Doctrine is what? It is the word of God, but it is a way of living. It is not. There is a difference in that, the sound doctrine. That means there is other doctrine also available in this world. And it is available in sparingly everywhere. We are in the last days, there is no other sign. Even when the Lord Jesus Christ was there and the disciples went and asked him, give us a sign about this coming. God gave the signs. But in our days, what is the sign? This is the sign. What is the sign? This is what it is. The time will come when they will not induce sound doctrine. But according to their own designs, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. I, I have seen, even the preachers, always, whenever come to the full fit, some of the, there are there a are the lot of things, I cannot tell you each and every thing. Some of them, they come with the Bible, to prove that they have that much of knowledge. Some of them, they come with the Bible, they will not open the Bible, they will tell all the fables, the stories. And about the past, what he has done, what he has done, where he has prayed, what God has answered. All about himself. He will not talk about Christ. So these are all the things. When the people are hearing and hearing those things, they are very much attracted and excited. They go behind it. It is very soothing to them. Because he is the person. When he prays, these things have happened. Let me go to it. This is how the people are here. Whenever the healing crusades are there, there are multitudes. Whenever the teaching seminars are there, there are very few. That is an evident. That is evident. If it is a healing crusade, prophetic messenger is coming, and so and so is coming, he is a prophet. People will come. In multitude, there will not be any place. If there is a teaching session or a seminar, nobody will turn. We think that we know everything, we don't want to do hear. No, you are wrong. So that is a sign that we are in the end days. The end days have already came. Now, instead of those things, I will take two messages, two. Preachers' messages and also preachers' ministry. Why? The verse 5 says, But you be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Evangelism and the ministry. By the grace of God, what God has given us in this year is, this is the year of evangelism. The year of evangelism. Each and every one will teach and preach the word. Everyone, God has blessed us abundantly. What we receive, let us give. Let us give back. And convince, make the people know Christ in their life. If you are a Christian already, you, you are expected to know more and more in the word of God. You are expected to teach the word or even you are expected to hear more of God's word, the word will come to you. And let me see, brief, five points in the, what is the preacher's message? What is the message? How the message should be? First of all, in verse 2, it must be a convicting message. What message you will give? The convicting message. Reprove or convince. This is the word that refers to a preaching that brings conviction. What is a conviction? This as in mind preaching that corrects the errors of a man's beliefs and practices. If I am already exercising or already having some faith or uh, some belief. And some practices, that has to be corrected. Conviction should be there. That is wrong. It is a sin. A true believer or a preacher will expose sin as a carefully preaches the word of God. That is, what is a sin? The conviction should be, the, the message should be, convict a person about his sin. What is sin? Whatever is not of God or against God. And even those days, see today, the word prophecy or of prophecy is misinterpreted and misunderstood. Why God has kept the prophecies, prophets and the prophetess on those days? To correct, to convict the people. Not to expect the telling about the prophecy, about your blessings and abundance and the material and all these things. No. Prophecy is there to convict a person about his sin. That is why prophecy came, and the prophets God has given. They were the one who ruled over the people Israelites. Whenever, wherever they are gone, astray from the presence of God, prophets are there to convict the person, even the nation, even also called even the king. God raised the prophets and they sent to him and correct him. You are committed under sin. Repent. That is the purpose of it. So in the same way, our message should convince the person's sin. Firstly. Secondly, it must be confronting message, rebuke. While a convince exposes a sinfulness of a sin, a rebuke exposes a sinfulness of a sinner. First of all, we should uh, we should reprove means we should convince that person as uh, what is the sin? Then that person is a sinner. As simple as that. This is the difference. So our mas- message should be: first of all, convincing them; secondly, confronting them. You are a sinner. You are to repent it directly. While convince exposes the sinless person, uh, sinle- sinfulness of a sinner, and uh, the rebuke exposes the sinfulness of a sinner. And this is the personal side of preaching. Sin must be dealt before the sinners with, will be convicted. God will use your preaching and uh, confront the sinner. If you preach the whole counsel of God, our preaching must warn the sinner of the dangers of sin. Nowadays, very rare to hear such a message from mostly the churches. No church is preaching about uh, conviction and the correction of your sinner. Nobody has the right or guts to say, you are under sin, you have to repent. No. Those messages are gone. Now we don't expect such messages. But, we, as a children of God, if we live a holy life, then only the Spirit of God will point you out, it is a sin. If you do, even if you fail your prayer or miss your prayer in the morning, the Holy Spirit will always pumping up, popping up in your mind and saying that you are not praying today, you are not praying today, you are not praying today. Throughout the day, you will sense that, how the Holy Spirit reminds you. In the same way, if you sin anything against the world, against the Holy God, definitely the Holy Spirit will convince you. And if you are convinced, you can go and tell others. And He will show you about others. And He will use you to correct that person also. So you should be knowledge enough or wise enough and discern, have that discerning spirit how to deal with such a person. Thirdly, it must be a comforting message. Exhort, that is exhort. To call to one side, when we share we ought to rebuke sin, we are also encourage and comfort the people of God. We do not by our do it, by our intellect or by our eloquent words of wisdom. Some people start talking it has become non-stop. stuff. is no point in that. It is not the way. You cannot be satisfied with how much you talk or how much knowledge you have. Unless it has a purpose in the person's life, it is of no use. So for that, we should have a godly wisdom. Other things. Rather, we do it simply taking the word of God, pointing His people to the biblical solution to their problems. Only, we should be led Unless we are led by the Holy Spirit of God, we cannot be succeeded in this area. Fourthly, long-suffering. It must be a compassionate message. First, convincing message. Second, confronting message. Third, comforting message. And fourthly, be a compassionate message. That is the long-suffering This word has the idea of patience and endurance. As a preacher or a believer, carry out his God-given ministry to confront the sin, challenge the saints, and comfort the hurting, he must always keep in mind that he is still one of them. We are also humans. We have come across that experiences. That is why. So we cannot go in... Having or thinking, we are somebody other than that person. We are so-called saints. No. We are also human being, And we are also gone through that experience. So, the word is simply that we cannot straight away condemn the person. And we should have a wisdom. And at the same time, we cannot compromise it. And it is not easy. That is why I said affliction and endurance. You need a patience. It is a long-suffering. It is not easy to do that, but God will give us the grace to take and uh, use ourselves and to bring the person or win the soul for the kingdom purposes. Fifthly, it must be a confirming message that is teaching, the doctrine. Paul returns to where he begins the word of God. Here, is where everything rises false. We are all to preach this word and we are to instruct people in the doctrines of this book. Your opinions, your beliefs, and your thoughts are irrelevant. What matters is, what thus says the Lord. Everything should be from the word of God. If you are going to a person to tell about his sin or about his sinlessness, sinfulness and also to teach him, to make him, to be, bring him back to the kingdom of God is, it is not with your own, you should always refer the word of God. Not with your own. Of course you may have gone through that experience, but more than that, Always grow with the word. Give reference to them from the Bible. So the Bible is our sole authority. It tells people how to live and how to grow. It teaches them how they are to be respond to the reproof and the rebukes of preaching. It must never be compromised, but it must be proclaimed in power and a heartrending authority. When it is, the Holy Spirit will take it and use it and to eliminate the mind of this person. And he will draw men to himself the preaching of the trust of the word of God. So, God will, these are the messages what we are supposed to preach. That is, convicting message, sorry, convicting message, and a conforming, confron, confronting message, and, con, and a conforming message, and compassionate message, and a conforming message. And what is the preacher's ministry? The word, the last word I say. The, we are the evangelists. What message the evangelist will take, and what is the ministry? The preacher's ministry. Verse 5. And it must be a ministry of sobriety. That is watchful. That's what he says. But you be watchful in all things. What is that means? To abstain from sin. It is to call for a man of God to be alert. Walk through life with your eyes open. What is the preachers to watch to or watch for? He has to watch the wolves that would destroy the flock. As a preacher, as a pastor and leader, it is our responsibility to watch the wolf who enter into the flock. Acts 28-30 20, says, And he used to watch the wicked one who would destroy his ministry. There are wicked people, and we should be watchful to see how they enter in. There are principles and uh, which the church is following, but still, we cannot sure all of us who are sitting here, 100%, we are living a sinless and blameless living. I am sorry to say that. And we are not here to judge. But your conscience will know. And God knows you. And if it is the case, we are not here to judge once again. But we can alert you, we are going to stand before the judgment seat of God. This message is to prepare you to stand before the judgment seat. As we know, the very purpose of accepting Christ, or knowing Christ, or following Christ is this. Somehow, we have to strive hard to make heaven. With that hope, we sit here. It is not just to see heaven or enter heaven. Unless you go through the judgment, you cannot enter into heaven. So we have studied all about in the past. And now God is reminding us as if we are going to face the Lord in the judgment seat. We are going to stand before him. And the coming year will prepare us. And we do not know if the coming of the Lord tarries. Be the time for us to develop ourselves, to learn and practice. If not, we do not know what will happen to us. But the message what God has given us this year is, you preach, you teach, at the same time you receive and you gain more of the knowledge of God so that you will be used in the kingdom of heaven, kingdom purposes, and you yourself will be saved And you will save others. And as you know, you will make others to know Christ. That is the message. So let me go further. Secondly, it must be a ministry of steadfastness. Endure afflictions. Serving God is not the easiest life in the world. As somebody thinks. Some people are thinking like that. Serving God is easy. And I do not know how some of the times and the most of the churches uh, and the dividing and dividing and dividing. And may, there may be many reasons. One of the reasons is this. Why? In India, if you take it, the church become a, they, they, they If we have a problem of submission or having a problem with the uh, uh, employer and we start a church. Easiest way. We are not accountable to anybody. And it is a self-supportive. And uh, as a simple. So, even 7 people, 10 people, 15 people, there are churches. And it, that should not be an intention. That it should not be a motive. And uh, that is not a ministry. The, actually, the, the serving God is, you have to look at the missionaries, those who are in the mission field they knows hear the or study the biography of your missionaries in the past how much they struggled how much they gave their life we are having a, our bible in our hand of our own but unless they gave their life it should not be in our hand today so people are gave their life not only their life their own spouses their children their family, they gave up everything and they served the Lord. But in these days, we want everybody to with us so that we will serve the Lord. See the trend, how it is changing. That's why I say, serving the Lord is not easy, as everyone thinks. Serving God is painful. We have to pay for it. As God or Christ pays His price, His life, as a price to save us, We should prepare ourselves to pay the price. Then only you can be an effective servant in the kingdom of God. So the enemies of the soul, the world, the flesh and the devil are all striving to destroy us. Add to that the fact of God often uses hardships to train us. You know about Elijah. In Elijah, in um, 1 Kings 17 chapter. He was led to even drank from the brook And also fed by the raven. He has gone through that extent. Think about Job. He is also a servant. What extent he lost everything. But God repaid. So why God allowed such a hardships in our lives. To prove that who he is to us. And also. The afflictions of the life else is to comfort others when they, are, when they are afflicted. And it often takes someone to, that has been broken to minister to another who is broken so that no one, it is not a surprise to fall out the trials of the life. Come on our way. It has been said, those who would use greatly he first hurts Himself. So, the third thing is about evangelism. Evangelize. While the Lord has not called you to ministry of the full-time evangelism, He has called you to evangelize. The idea here is pointing men to Jesus and at the heart to, to win their, their life to the Lord. As I said, Bring the people to Christ by your evangelistic word. And because of the time, I have to rush up. And uh, f- finally, it is the ministry must be a ministry of stability. Make full proof. This word means being in a full measure. It was used to ship moving across the sea with its sails set, catching every once of an available breeze. The preacher used to set his sails Catch the wind of God and allow Him to use you to your fullest capacity. So, let nothing hold you back, but go with God. This will mean living in right kind of life. It will mean fulfilling the requirement of 1st Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 7 and 11. It will mean that you need to be man of God in the church, at home. And also in the public place, in a working place, wherever you are, let people speak about you, you are a child of God or a man of God. That should be your testimony. So as a conclusion, in Mark 16, the words that God said, "Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That is the commandment or a commission what God has given. And even Romans 1017 says, so that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god so dear children of god the the precept of this year is verse 2 second timothy chapter 4 verse 2 preach the word be urgent in season or out of season preach the word in season and out of season that is the precept the promises, Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 14. Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 14. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of Lord, as the water covers the sea. This is the promise. Hold on to this promise. I declare this year, as a year of evangelism, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the promise what God given us is, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters covers the sea. I believe, and we pray, every one of us in this church will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. And we will go forth and preach the word, win the soul, and expand the kingdom of God in our own days. And God will bless us.
1: Praise the Lord. Let's on our feet. The year is already glorious. One thing you should know very well, Pastor, I've been saying it within the week, when you focus on doing the things of God, God is set to make things work for you. The Bible says there's rejoicing in heaven over a sinner that repent." So every soul you get saved this year will determine the level you are going to attain in whatever you are trusting God for. So get ready to win souls for the Lord. God does not take your biryani. He does not take your money. He only takes and enjoy seeing souls saved. So give Him what He wants this year. And He will give you beyond your expectations. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, grant me the grace to preach Your Word. To teach Your Word. To witness where it is convenient and where it is not convenient. Go ahead and count to the Lord to grant you the grace. Lord, I receive the grace to preach Your Word In season and out of season, when it is convenient and when it is not convenient. I receive the grace to preach your word. I receive the grace to endure hardship. I receive the grace to be watchful. I receive the grace to preach your word. I receive the grace to teach your word. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. You are going to pray that Lord. Father, cause the knowledge of your glory. To fill this land. To fill my life. To fill my family. As the waters cover the sea. In the name of Jesus. Where I come to the Lord. Father let the knowledge of your glory. Lord, the manifestation of your glory. Let the knowledge of your glory fill this land. Fill my life. Fill my family. As I commit to whistle for you, that Lord, the whole land of Oman, shall be filled with the knowledge of your glory. My family, my life shall be filled with the knowledge of your glory. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus Mighty name we have prayed. Amen. As I was praying, as pastor was leading us in prayer, this song dropped in my heart. I tried to sang the song through. I'm going to sing it. And you sing it as you cross over to the year 2016. By the way, we don't expect anybody to be sleeping by 12 midnight today. And not that you are having fun. You are singing and worship God to enter the year. Are you with me? The song goes thus. I shall be great. I shall be lifted. It shall be well with me. I shall be great. I shall be lifted. It shall be well with me. Hallelujah. I shall be great. Oh, I shall be lifted. It shall be well with me. Hallelujah. I shall be great. I shall be lifted. It shall be well with me. I'm going to sing it to your neighbor. You shall be great. You shall believe that it shall be well with you. You shall be great. You shall believe that it shall be well. With you. Now speak to yourself. I shall be great. Hallelujah. I shall believe that it shall be well. With me. Hallelujah. I shall be great. I shall believe that it shall be well. With me. To the year 2016. You shall wax great, very great, exceedingly great. You shall be lifted and it shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus. It shall be well with your household. In the name of Jesus. It shall be well with you in the house. It shall be well with you when you go out. It shall be well with you wherever you may be. It shall be well with your job. It shall be well with your career. It shall be well with your health. It shall be well with your finances. It shall be well with your children. It shall be well with your marriage. It shall be well with your challenges. Because all your challenges shall go. And you will not see them no more. In the name of Jesus. It shall be well with your wife. It shall be well with your husband. In the name of Jesus. Everything you lay your hands on in the year 2016 shall become an to your enemy in the name of Jesus. You are going from glory to glory, from greatness to greatness, from lifting to lifting, from breakthrough to breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, the vein of the Lord shall perform it. In the name of Jesus, welcome to your year of demonstration of the power of God. In a mighty way as to preach the word in season and out of season. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Remember... You sing and praise God to cross over at 12 a.m. Are you with me? You don't need to pray. You say, enter His gates. With what? You sing and praise to enter year 2016. And as you go, the Lord will not leave you. In the name of Jesus. In line with our precept and our promise, our watchword, which will be reminding us the task and the promises for next year is evangelism, glory. And glory, evangelism. Are you ready for that? Evangelism glory. and glory. Hallelujah. We have meeting tomorrow, the New Year service, stroke the Friday service by 12 p.m. Again, come in your best attire to come and appreciate God for making you cross over this glorious year to that greater glorious year in the name of Jesus. Please, because of the crowd outside, we're going to be going through this side, every one of us. Children, please, parents, take care of your children. There is a crowd outside the next church. It's a huge crowd as well. Hold your children and we all take to this side. Let's share this together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever and ever. Amen. Evangelism. And glory. glory. You are blessed in Jesus name.